Welcome to Journey to Brave, a podcast dedicated to empowering women to heal from trauma, cultivate self-acceptance, and fearlessly step into the most brave version of themselves. Hosted by me, Kaya Hunter, certified life and shadow work coach, breathwork facilitator, and NLP and hypnosis master practitioner. Join me as we dive deep into how trauma and the wounds from our past can affect us, how we can heal, find strength, create emotional well-being, and ultimately create the life you've always bloody well dreamed of. I believe that healing as well as self-acceptance are the foundations for personal growth, and we'll explore the tools, the strategies and practices so that you can create your own journey to brave. Ready? Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the Emptiness Countdown podcast. I hope you're having an amazing week. I am feeling really good after a really disjointed past four weeks. And if you've listened to the last couple of episodes, you'll understand why with interstate trips, kids in hospital getting wisdom teeth out, mum getting sick and all of the things. I feel like finally we've come through, (laughs) come through the other side. We went on a trip down to almost to Brisbane last weekend, which is about an hour from, uh, from us where we live. And we went to Ikea, which is always, always fun. Um, everyone said, what did you buy? And I said, we walked out of Ikea with pancakes and meatballs. So not, not what you'd usually go to Ikea for, but we went there mainly to get some ideas and make a list of, of things that we, (laughs) things that we want, but all we actually bought was food. And then we went to Costco and I always laugh when I go to Costco, because as much as I love it and I love the experience, really Costco isn't designed for a family of one adult and one teenager. It's all about, if you've been to Costco, you know, it's all about the bulk and buying lots of things so you know we go to Costco and I think we've just stocked up on one year's or one year's worth of soap um, and one year's worth of the best butter in the world lure pack l-u-r-p-a-k the best butter <laughs> anyway I won't have to buy butter and I won't have to buy uh, dove soap for a year um, so <laughs> we walked out saying, yeah, we think Costco is really more designed for larger families than the family we've got. But anyway, we love going there. It's such a, it's such a, it's such a wild experience. Anyway, so that's been my, my week. And then it came to the weekend and that's what I want to talk to you about in this week's episode. Cause it came to the weekend. We were Uh, I had my daughter and her boyfriend with me Friday night and all day Saturday and it was great and we did all of the things that I just mentioned. And then Saturday night, Saturday afternoon, she left to go to his house. And I noticed for the first time on Saturday night, because she's been, you know, inverted commas disappearing, going to his place a lot more recently. And I noticed on Saturday for the first time that I actually had this pang of loneliness And I always miss her when she's gone, Um, but I felt loneliness for the first time. And I thought, let's talk about loneliness in the podcast because even before the kids leave home for good and we are, you know, true empty nesters by the definition of the word, there's this time in between, right? It's the emptiness countdown. It's the time where I've talked about it before that they're more independent. You know, she jumps on the train now um, to get to and from his place 
only in the daytime, not at night, because I won't allow that, which has been fun and games. But yeah, so she gets, she's more independent. She's catching the train to his house. In a few weeks, I've talked about this as well, she's going to be driving. So they're a lot more independent, even though they haven't left home and they're not at home uh, a lot more than um, than they used to be, even though they haven't left home for good yet. So it's that it's that you know it is it's that pre-empty nest stage. It's that really weird phase where they're old enough to be fairly independent, but they haven't left home yet. So yeah, so she's gone a lot more than she used to be, uh, and I'm a single mum as well. So I'm sure I'm not the only one feeling this this, this loneliness and this weird time, this weird in-between time. And particularly if you're a single mum as well, you know, I don't have a partner to, to chat to. And this is not, this is not, um, a, a cry out for any, um, one wanting to set me up in a relationship and B not a poor me because I am single by choice. Um, but, you know, particularly so for single mums, because there's no one else in my home and I've only got one child who just happens to be texting me in the middle of recording a podcast. Um, let me just tell her what I'm doing. Um, yeah, there's no one else for me to chat to. Um, if I don't answer her back, she just keeps te- texting me. <laughs> That's a whole different podcast. Um, I wear way too easy to contact these days. Um, yeah, so it's only me in the house and yes, I've got three cats, but they don't answer me. They don't answer me back. Um, and look, even if you do have a husband and, and other kids, we can still be lonely even in a house full of people, can't we? So it's not just about, um, and, and us single mums that could be feeling this for sure. And the, the word lonely or loneliness is a feeling. So loneliness is a feeling. And if you've been listening to this podcast or been, been following me or hanging around here for any time now, you would know that our feelings are created from our thoughts. And some of my thoughts that I had, which led me to this feeling of loneliness on the weekend were, oh, I'm here by myself again. The house is so quiet. She doesn't need me anymore. And she doesn't want to hang around me as much anymore. You know, it could be thoughts like, I feel like I'm not important anymore. I feel like they don't need me anymore. I feel like I don't really exist. Um, I feel numb, you know, when they're gone. I feel like I don't have a meaningful relationship anymore. Um, And look, I am not saying that our loneliness isn't real just because I'm saying it comes from our thoughts. Loneliness is real and does feel real. Aside from our thoughts, though, that create that feeling of loneliness, it could also be one of our two or maybe three of our human needs that aren't being met. And I'll get back to that that more in a second. But it's a big adjustment is what I want to say, even if they haven't left home yet. And it's going to be even bigger when they pack those bags of that wardrobe and they leave for good. So it's good to get ahead of this all now, understand what's going on, where it's coming from now, so that we don't fall into a absolute heap when they leave home for good. So what can we do about it? 
The first thing that I want to uh, offer is don't start buffering. And buffering is anytime we are doing something, usually it's something that's not good for us and we're doing it to avoid a feeling. And oftentimes we do it to avoid negative feelings because negative feelings like loneliness feel like shit. So oftentimes buffering looks like drinking. Uh, It looks like overeating. It could be sitting around watching Netflix. It could be online shopping. Anything that is not good for you in terms of doing it a lot. Of course, you know, drinking a glass of rosé occasionally or, you know, however often isn't isn't always bad, but it's if you're overdoing it, if you're overdrinking, overeating, over Netflixing, <laughs> over TikToking, over shopping, whatever it might. Basically, if you're doing something that is avoiding you feeling the emotion. So don't buffer. The other thing that you want to do about it when you are feeling negative emotion is to just allow it. Don't push it away. Don't don't beat yourself up for feeling lonely or make yourself wrong for feeling lonely or don't try and push it down um, and avoid it in any way or resist it. Because when we do that, I've talked about it before, when we resist um, um, or, or um, react or Uh, avoid our negative emotions. They just get louder and louder and louder till they literally smack us in the face. So allow that loneliness to be there. It's okay for it to be there. We're going through massive, massive transition and change in our life. So I want to say that. Then let's talk about these six human needs. And I've not talked about them on the podcast, but as I was thinking about loneliness over the weekend and, uh, you know, reflecting on the way that I was feeling, I remembered our six basic human needs because we all have these six needs and we all have, uh, even though there's six needs, we might, we might, crave or need one of the needs more than the other, more than another. And someone beside us might be the opposite. So even though there's six needs and we all want all of the six needs, some have we some some of us have a greater need for one of the needs than the other needs. <laughs> you, you following me? <laughs> um, because those needs and how those needs are being met is changing. So the six human needs uh, is a Tony Robbins uh, thing technical term thing. And I'm going to put a link to his description and info on the six human needs in the show notes, but you can Google them as well. So to run through the six human needs, and as I go through them, you might think, oh yeah, that need that I've got, I can see that that's not necessarily being met by my teens anymore. And I know that that met at some point in time is going to even be um, even less being being met by my teens. All right, so here's the six needs. Number one, uh, and I don't think these are in any necessarily any order, but the first one is certainty. Humans like to be certain, right? And that's um, a, a, an assurance that we can avoid pain and gain pleasure. We like to know what's going on, right? So teens are leaving home. They're not home as often anymore. It's a time of not necessarily being certain. What's my next, what's the next six months or 12 months of my life going to look like? The next need is uncertainty and variety. So that's this, the opposite. That's the need for the unknown, for change, for new, for new things, that kind of thing. 
So that's uncertainty. And then this one's a big one, I think, certainly for me, is significance. We like to feel significant. We like to feel unique, important, special or needed, right? And if we're a mum, a lot of that need for significance is met by our children. The next one is connection or love pretty much speaks for itself. And let's hope that that doesn't change. And that would be an intentional thing for us as a family unit for as a, you know, a mum and a child to um, be intentional around that connection and need for love to ensure that continues even when they leave home. The fifth one is growth. So that's an expansion of our capability, our understanding, our capacity. Um, and then, and the last one, number six is contribution. So it's a sense of service of, of helping and giving to and supporting others. And you know, that, that sense of, um, sorry, that, um, need of contribution could also be one that's, um, changing as the kids grow up as well. So that's the six needs, because like I said, maybe it's one of those that's changing. Maybe it's two, it could even be three, but the two that stood out for me was definitely significance. Um, being significant in my child's life less and less as she gets older. I would like to think that I'm always going to be significant, but the amount of significance, if you like, um, is probably going to change. Um, And then also certainty, because who the hell knows what is going to happen when they leave school and when they go out and spread their wings. So for me, those two came up. I'm not sure for you as I I read out those, uh, those six human needs, which one kind of pulled out to you, but um, you know, maybe maybe different ones, particularly if your need for, say, growth or contribution or connection or love is is stronger than than I had. Um, you know, that's that that jumped out to me with significance and certainty. So, like I said, we're just not quite as significant as we used to be because our kids have got other influences in their lives now, and will have as they continue to grow. Uh, and also certainty, certainty that they'll be home every night for dinner, that we'll be taking care of them, um, that we're the ones they go to when things are great or when you know they're in pain and, and things aren't going so great. So there is that certainty that's changing as well. And like I said earlier, maybe it's also our need for contribution that's changing too. So rather than pinning our need for significance and certainty, on our teens, that's that's probably naturally been there since their birth. How else could these needs be met? How could we reconnect or get that human need for connection met if it's not quite met so much by our kids anymore? Could it be reconnecting with your partner? If you're single, could it be finding a new partner? Certainty. How can we take comfort in what we have that is certain? And perhaps it's also leaning into and beginning to be okay with a little bit of uncertainty in our life as well. And to quote Tony Robbins, I do love Tony Robbins. (laughs) Um, This is a Tony Robbins quote. The quality of your life is in direct proportion to the amount of uncertainty that you can comfortably deal with. So how can you lean into and be a bit more okay with the uncertainty of things that are happening now and will continue to happen, um, you know, even up until the kids and past when the kids leave home. So how can you be a bit more okay with certain uncertainty? 
So all of this to say, if you notice yourself feeling lonely, which I think is normal and natural uh, for the change that we're all going through, know where it's coming from, know that it's coming from your thoughts, but it's also potentially the changing of some of your human needs, where you're getting some of your human needs met from. And then from there, you can process the feeling of loneliness. And I always suggest that we process our negative emotions so that they don't get trapped up in our bodies. And I do share how to do that in episode seven of the podcast. You can always go back and listen to that. Also consider your six human needs where... Um, you know, and where if your kids are, and I'm using this in inverted commas because our kids don't have jobs, but if your kids aren't responsible for meeting those changing needs or those six needs, how else could you have those needs met? And lastly, of course, reach out for a consult with yours truly, because this is exactly the work that I help my clients with. Moving them through this transition of becoming that you know, empty nester down the track. But this transition that we're all going through now is that pre-empty nest stage. And I can definitely help you navigate, of course, the loneliness, but everything else that comes up during this stage as well as we transition. So I'll pop the link um, to a consult below as well as those other links. I mentioned earlier the link to uh, the Tony Robbins um six human needs. Uh, I will also link the episode seven podcast below, uh, sorry, in the show notes as well. So you can see it as well as a link to, to book a consult. So yeah, look, I hope you're not feeling too, too lonely. Um, I, and I hope this gives you some insight into, you know, where your loneliness is coming from and what you might be able to do about your loneliness. But Big love to you. Uh, if you are a mum of a teen and you are feeling lonely, you are not alone at all. So I'll leave that with you for this week. Have a beautiful week. Reach out if you need support. Uh, I would like support and I will see you next week for the next episode. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Journey to Brave podcast. I'll be back next week with another episode. But in the meantime, if you've liked this episode, you're going to love my free video and guide. Stop letting fear hold you back. Start feeling confident and brave. I share a simple strategy you can start using today to help you feel more confident and brave. Learn the strategy in this video and you can use it on any negative emotion at any time. You can download it via the show notes. See you next week.